In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're celebrating episode 100. Woo-hoo! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> There's the bell. I had the bell right in front of me, ready for this occasion. I don't have confetti or champagne, but we are celebrating episode 100 of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. So what, what, we're, what I thought would be kind of fun to do this episode is I'm going to reflect a little bit on kind of how I got here, uh, but then we're going we're gonna to talk about... Um, like, like, we're going to review a lot of these past 100 episodes we've done. We're okay. going to talk about some of my favorites, maybe some of the guests we've had, what um, uh, some maybe of our some of our favorite uh, people that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're just going to have fun because it's 100 and uh, it's my podcast. Because so, you can, woo. yeah. 100 is up. Uh, we'll be back. Stay tuned. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. Hello, my friends. This is David Wright, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. In fact, we are on episode 100. It's amazing how quickly Isn't some folks... kind of crazy? You, you got to 100 so incredibly quickly. Yeah. Uh, we started the podcast in July of last summer. Yeah. So... Congratulations. Just about a year. Man. Yeah, congratulations. Just, just, just under... Maybe just under a year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not bad. Uh, Jamie popped in, said, That's woohoo, 100. Congrats. Thanks, yes. Jamie. Appreciate you. Yes. Yeah, thanks for checking in. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. So we are here. Uh, with me is Matt Fox. Matt Fox has been with me since the beginning. Yeah, I kind of have. Yeah. And yep. I see, You've been I, along for the journey. I have. And I've seen you as a as a podcaster going through, you know, how you do your show and how much, how comfortable you are doing it as well. Because when we started, <laughs> when you started this, yeah. it was it was like, okay, I got an idea, but then you, it just has well, turned no, it, into. And, and, and it's like anything else. When yeah. you start something for the first time, you're not going to be confident. Like I remember the first time I got on stage to do a hypnosis show. Oh my show. goodness, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I remember, I distinctly remember this, and I'll share this with you with you all, but, um, you know, a hypnosis show, you get a bunch of volunteers on stage, you walk them through the, the, the process of induction, which is the, the relaxation portion. In my mind, I'm thinking, holy crap, what if nobody gets hypnotized? <laughs> like, what if nobody, there's no show if nobody gets hypnotized? What if I do it wrong? And, and, and I remember like, I was so out of breath, I had to just stop and just take a couple of deep breaths because it's like, oh, Jesus, it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, just just fear. But, no. but in, and I will say, in a sense, um, in a sense, it's different because I'm not in front of a live audience, except for Facebook Live, which yeah. we've done pretty much from the beginning. Yeah. Um, so, so it does. It takes a while to, to learn something new and get into a rhythm and know what you're doing and what you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and kind of what you like. So, and just uh, you know how how you present yourself and the information. It's just it, you continually astound me as to how oh, how, thank you, how well of a job you do. Well, you know, yeah, I'm very important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have many leather bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. Oh. <laughs> Matt and I have this uh, this compulsion that we have to do that hot at the end of that. <laughs> it's 
every time. Uh, yeah, you can't very, blame very us. Important. No, no, you can't blame us. It's just what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Matt Fox. He's been with me since the beginning. Let ah. me tell you folks where you can find me, and we're going to get on with episode 100. Uh, my website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find my podcast page with all 100 episodes. Well, yes, by the time you're listening to this, they will all be up there. Mm. Yep. Yep. Um, if, if you're on Facebook Live, you might have to wait for a little bit, but uh, it will be there shortly. Um, and uh, keep an eye out on the website as well. You'll see my book, uh, uh, a link for my book that is soon, and I'll hit that in a little bit, but mm. look for that link to pop up soon. And yeah, a bunch of other cool stuff. If you want to watch uh, clips of my shows, I have those up there. If you want to um, look at my um, MP3 downloads for, for hypnosis, if you want to stop smoking or lose weight or relieve anxiety, all of those recordings are up. Just click on my store. It'll take you right in there, and you'll, you'll see all my whole library. And my social media, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. All right. H-Y-P-N-O. H-Y-P-N-O. You are hip, but it's hypno. That's right. Yes. And as usual, on every episode, going all the way back to 100, I'm offering my free hypnosis guide. That is free to you. Just click into the show notes. There'll be a link there. It will be sent directly to you through your email. And um, again, inf- great information for those interested or might just want to read more about hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Um like a page and a half pdf you can grab that and um wherever you're listening the most important thing you know we're up to episode 100 so of course i want to grow this and keep going and and get more people listening so wherever you're listening if you could subscribe follow connect collect whatever whatever (laughs) the term is for the podcast platform you're on to click on me so that you'll get my feed regularly you'll get notified you'll get notified whenever a new episode drops it'll automatically download to your device Mm -hmm. and you just click and listen yep easy as that um so wherever you're listening click on whatever that is for you and please leave a review a review would be very helpful would help me out again i want to build listeners get more people to follow mm-hmm. um yeah we have a good time we teach it we we do learn a lot we teach a lot we talk a lot about uh, as as the show if you've if, if this is your first time listening and you've read the description we're all about mental health hypnosis uh self-improvement inspiration all these positive things mm-hmm. in fact we have a we have a segment on the show that we're going to hit in a moment called winner of the week we mm-hmm. just like focusing on things that are going to make you better and feel better so yeah, wherever wherever you're listening, leave a review. That would be fantastic. This episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. That is a book that is soon to be released, my first book. It is currently in the editing process, and uh, fingers crossed it will be out soon. Um, I, I just emailed my editor a couple days ago, and I'm like, hey, uh, where am I at in your queue? And she goes, I'm working on it now. So <laughs> right. fingers crossed that'll uh, that'll be back to me and, and ready to roll soon. So keep an eye out for that. And I also want to tease before I post it that I am doing a live hypnosis training. If you've ever wanted to be certified as a hypnotist, now is your chance. Uh, wherever you're listening, even if you're out of state or out of town, even if you're out of the country and you, and you want to make a trip, I'm doing an in-person training in August. Um, you can be certified as a hypnotist in a five-day training, eight hours a day. Mm. When you leave, you'll be certified. You can go home and practice hypnosis. You can see clients. And I will, part of this, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of tease this too, 
a bonus in that training is is the last day of training. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of time on stage hypnosis hmm. and how you can start that process because that opens up a whole another avenue of income right. stream for you. There, there's a presentation then an entertainment Absolutely. piece to Except, that. And, yeah. and even though they both involve hypnosis, it's just it's a little bit different than working with one on one with a client hmm. than when you have forty people on stage. Right. Right. But that is going to be part of this training as well. So if you've ever wanted to learn hypnosis, if you've ever wanted to practice it, um, and think about this, um, maybe maybe you're doing something right now that you don't enjoy. Maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you're working in a plant or maybe you're mm. an accountant or a plumber. It doesn't matter. Not, I'm not criticizing any of those jobs, but maybe you're doing something you don't enjoy and you, you might want to do something different. You're unhappy maybe yeah. with, where you, with what's going on exactly. and you want to... Make a change. Yeah, right? and, and maybe you want to like start start working on a different career. Hey, you want a second stream of yep. income? Second stream of income, yeah. which is always fantastic to have a yeah yeah. I've kind of learned, and I wish I would have learned this when I was like eighteen twenty. <laughs> you yeah. gotta always kind of have a side hustle. Uh yeah. I, I mean, really, I, it, it's just one of those things where it, the, the the more the more income streams you have from different places, the better off you're going to be in the long run. Correct. And you don't feel so trapped in what you're doing. Correct. Because then you have choices. You, so, have, yeah. an, you have an outlet. Absolutely. So yeah. if, if you've ever wanted to learn hypnosis, and this, this could, again, it could lead to a new career. Um, that training, information on that training will be out shortly. It will be on my website, and I will announce it here on the podcast as well. But that will be in August, which is coming up in about a month, probably about a month and a half. We, we've not finalized the dates, but it will be in August. All so right, keep cool. an eye out for that. It's time. Here we go. Done. All right. So I was trying to think of something like really cool or special for episode 100, but but I found this good story, and I, I always like these good stories about, especially when they're young people. Not not that young people are, I think, less of them or expect less of them, but but it's always good to like teenagers step up and do something that's really just cool. So, um, so let me just read the first paragraph, first couple paragraphs of the story. Lots of teens look for novel ways to supplement their summer income. Mm. After surfing YouTube for ideas, this 16-year-old came up with a plan and is now uplifting people who are down on their luck. It was only after setting the wheels in motion, however, that Shane Jones discovered turning his money-making scheme into a nonprofit venture mm. would earn him a lot more satisfaction. So... He was watching YouTube videos about uh, do-it-yourself videos deta detailing the steps for buying repossessed storage units. Okay. So he got interested in this. Um, so his plan was to buy these storage units on auction, sight unseen. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever seen the show Storage Wars, um, yep. I, yep. I, I'm aware of it. I've not seen a bunch of them. But you bid on these storage sheds. You can only see – sometimes you can't see anything. Sometimes you just see the front. You don't know what's in there, but you have to bid on it. Right. So – he took up 100 bucks he saved from his job at a used bookstore and put his bid in on his first unit and won. Really? So he got the storage unit for 100 bucks. So per the terms, terms of the auction, uh, the youth bought the unit sight unseen. But here's where, here's where the catch comes in. When he realized the contents contained a raft of personal treasures, likely worth more to their former owners than for any potential resale value, the experience was eye-opening. Huh. So now what he's doing now is he is bidding on these storage units, and if there's anything meaningful in them, he's tracking down owners. Wow. 
that's and really, giving that's, their stuff back to them. So forward thinking because they yeah. had written it, they'd written it off. They couldn't afford to make the yep. payments on the unit. And, like, and in fact, his quote, he says, I started out thinking that bidding at a storage auction was kind of like a yard sale, but now I know it's not true. Huh. These people didn't choose to give me this stuff. They didn't have a choice. It's almost like a duty to give it back. Mm-hmm. So he... Uh, he gave a batch of documents to uh, uh, the original owner was in prison. So he tracked down the, 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 uh, in, the prison mother and returned his possessions to her. Huh. Um, there was another story, another instance of, um, uh, let me see here. Okay. After a, a woman had owned a, a storage unit, she lost a baby to sudden death, sudden infant death syndrome. She eventually lost her job as well. So the locker contained precious keys to her past, baby items, family photos, personal mementos. Huh. So he tracked her down in, in Connecticut where she relocated. Wow. So not only does he have to have these things and get them back, he has to find out where these people are. Right. That's the other thing. Wow. How old Just is he? Just by 16. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 16 year old kid. Uh, wow. That's... I. I love this. Yeah, part. it's it's just awesome. Uh, the high school sophomore was recently recognized for his amazing good deeds with a shout out on the South Kingston School District's Facebook page. Uh, while the kudos are appreciated, his mom, Sarah, hopes her son's compassion and caring actions will motivate others to follow his example. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, let me get back to I, Shane. But it started with an entrepreneurial spirit. Yes. But entre- then how? Uh, yeah, he started it to make money because yeah. he thought you can buy these units, sell the stuff, make money on it. Right. But yep. then he's got to think, you know what? I want I want to make a difference. Yep. How can I make a difference and still be successful? Yep. And he said it's it's much more satisfying. Yeah. So Shane, Shane Jones. Thank you. Winner of the week. Yes, sir. Oh, thank you for sure. Th- thank you for finding that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so back to it. Yeah, <laughs> haven't heard that. I've lost in a while. that drop in a while. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I was kind of updating my my uh, computer, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I, we haven't heard that in a while. Nope. So this is episode 100, folks. So um, you know, I was I was talking to my wife, my wife Kendra, about this, and she goes, you know, you should kind of do a show where you just kind of talk about people who have kind of helped you or inspired you along the way. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I could do that. That would be nice. And I'm, I'm going to talk about a few people. Um, but I didn't know if it would fill up a half-hour show. I mean, I guess it could, but it just depends. Like, I can give names, but people mm-hmm. might not know who they are. But, but I am going to go through, a, through a, sh- a short list here. All right. So one of the first teachers that I ever really connected with, with was my fifth-grade teacher. His name is Mr. Hawkins. We always remember our fifth grade teacher. And, and I think part of it was that I'd had women all up to that point. Ah. And then here was a guy. He was a cool teacher. He was, he was kind of, um, and, I, and, and there's nothing specific that I can say, well, he was motivated or, or he's motivating or he was compassionate. He just was a, he was like a cool cat. Mm-hmm. And he liked the kids and he, and he, and he loved what he was doing and mm-hmm. you could just see it in the way he did it. So I would say my first kind of, uh, as a kid, just being like, Oh, I love this. This guy's great. He's, he's awesome. Uh, going forward, and, and I won't go into big long details because I could, I could write a memoir for this. But. Okay. So in my teenage years, I was as I got into junior high, maybe fourteen, maybe into high school, fourteen, fifteen years old. I got involved with my local church. Okay. And I look back on this, and I think this was kind of the perfect route for me to take because it, I. How, how do I put this? Because I was active there, I didn't get into a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. 
like no drugs, no right. alcohol, right. things like that. That came later. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, growing up, you know, you know, church was always a very big uh, part of my growing up mm-hmm. at that. So yeah. yeah, it kept you out of trouble. It, it kept and it the- did, especially through my high school years mm-hmm. and even when I got into college for a bit. <gasps> oh, great Odin's ring. Yeah. Right. So, so as a part of that, in, in, in the church I went to, they had what they called a youth group where the teenagers mm-hmm. would meet and do activities. Like, like and, and here's the thing. The whole thing was they had activities on Saturday nights where yeah. a lot of kids would be out partying or doing drinking or right. doing things they shouldn't be doing. We were doing stuff like bowling and mm-hmm. movies or whatever, yep. you know, whatever group. it was. So, love the youth. I love so, our youth group. So my youth and, and um, I think this guy, um, I, the last I knew he was in Florida. He was, he's, he's a, uh, a golf pro or a golf, uh, um, not a golf pro, a golf trainer or golf. He gives lessons. Okay. He's in Florida. I know that. His name was Chuck Seavey. So here's another guy that was kind of my like mentor throughout high school that, that kind of like, you know, he's always, you know, he's always available to talk to and hang out with and, mm-hmm. you know, just do stuff with. So, so that was probably the next big one. So connect connect the church with when I started working at um, summer camp. I mm-hmm. spent seven summers at uh, a youth camp huh. in the in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, Hiawatha Youth Camp. So the director of that camp was the pastor of the church I attended. So mm-hmm. we would spend summers, eight weeks every summer, and I was a camp counselor for teenagers. Wow. And that's really where I kind of I started my career. That That's kind of where I started thinking, ah, I, li- I like working with with. And it wasn't like we were doing anything, how do I put it, like life-changing. Well, well, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Because I have no idea what where a lot of these kids went or where they ended up. But some of these kids can look back and say, I remember summer camp and the counselor, yep. uh, uh, can't, you know, counselor Wright. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he really helped me to understand, you know, parts of growing up right. and helped me. St- so yeah. you've definitely and, and they made a change. talk to people. Yeah. And yeah, and I'd like to think so. But but that was the other big, big influence I, as far as like steering my career towards what I do, mm-hmm. which is in, in, in the underlying thing is it's, it's just helping other people, just mm-hmm. helping them feel better. Um, so Billy Walker was the director and the pastor of the church I went to. So, so we spent seven summers and, and like he was always very supportive in, in, you know, well, and you talk about doing things for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was a camp counselor at age 17, but yet I had teenagers coming in yeah. to camp. So yeah. I'm like their peers in a way. Right. So I was super like intimidated and like freaked out about that. And he just said, yeah. you're going to do this. I know you can do it. Mm-hmm. This is going to work fine. I, this is where I, this is where you need to be. Huh? And I did it. So he was a big influence. It's like he challenged um, you a little bit on that. too. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, and you need that sometimes, even growing up as a kid or as a teenager even. Um, so, so I guess the next couple of people, I, I had a couple of professors in college, mm-hmm. and I went to a, a, a Christian college. It was Cornerstone University mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. I'm, you, I'm using air quotes. Yes, I know you, you guys are. in audio can't hear me. The guys <laughs> in Facebook Live air can quotes. hear me. So, of course, with that come all of the like the rules and the, and the, the expectations, you know what I'm saying? A yeah. very, very, um, um, you know, like any religion that, that sets out, you know, this is wrong, this is right. But I had two professors there and they're, 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 they were married. They were both professors at the school, at the university. Cornerstone. Yep. Okay. Uh, Diane and Terry Portfleet. They were great people because what, what, and, and this is one of the things, and, and this makes it, it's, it's reminiscent of like a dead poet society, not, not quite that impactful or crazy or anything like that, but they always emphasize, listen, you, you need to think for yourselves. Mm-hmm. 
you need to have your own opinions on things. You mm -hmm. need to you need to do your own research and make your own choices and mm -hmm. decisions and beliefs. Sounds like you an old captain, be, my captain yeah, moment in, right in a there. way. Yeah. And again, in a much less dramatic fashion, mm -hmm. but but they were they were both that, and they were. Um, quick story and I have no idea where these people are if they're even around or alive but uh, hmm. we we had a we had an off-campus dance and they ended up uh, getting fired from the university oh yeah okay I, I shouldn't say that because if if anybody connected to this is still there yeah they ended up leaving. I don't know right. if it was by their choice or that right. they were forced. It, that, yeah. That's that was always uh, left in question. Okay, we were just told they're not with the university anymore. So <laughs> it happens. Yeah, um, probably moving up the list and, and more recently. Again, I go from college right to like fairly recent. But my uh, one of my mentors, as far as as far as my stage career goes, is is my my buddy Richard Barker. So mm. he's been. Uh, I met him years ago. I knew I wanted to, to train with him as far as stage hypnosis goes. So I had been emailing him, and he finally responded. He says, yeah, I have a training. We're going to do it this week, and, and we were doing live shows. Um, and he has been, again, nationally known. Like He's, he's appeared on the Today Show, James Corden, mm -hmm. um, numerous local outlets all over the country. So I, so I know his stage stuff is great. I mean, he's probably the top stage hypnotist and, you know, uh, I, I would say one of the top ones. There are a couple okay. Vegas guys that do their Vegas stuff, but yeah. uh, as far as traveling the country and doing different things. So Richard was definitely my mentor that got me to where I'm at stage-wise because I've trained with him. I've, I've hung out with him, went and stayed at his house. It, it's just like, because I know he, he, he knows what he's doing. So mm -hmm. I try to follow the best. Mm -hmm. And then I have to mention my wife and she'll say, <laughs> She said earlier, well, you better mention my name. So this, she's not <laughs> twisting my arm by doing this. But as far as the clinic goes, um, she, she well, and, and not even just that. She's supportive in anything that I want to do, hmm. whether it's writing this book, whether it's it's doing stage shows, whether it's uh, the podcast. a podcast, <laughs> right, the podcast. Because honestly, she, she I, I spend a lot of time away from home because mm -hmm. I see probably 20, 30 clients a week, which I'm at my office for, you know. Right now, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., wow. like 12 hours a day. And then oftentimes, if I'm traveling for shows, I'm gone for the weekend. Right. So, so, but for her, and I and I, I just want to give a th public thank you to her, even though I, I do it in person, but I, <laughs> I think this is good. But um, she's, she's supportive in everything I do. And, and she's always supportive and never said, why, why do you want to do that? Yeah. That's stupid. She's never, never been critical. She's one of the folks. She's one of those types of people that would say, "Help me understand more about that." <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes she just she, she was like, "Yeah, just do it." I know. It's not necessarily I don't want to hear no, about it, but help me understand right, why. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think a lot of it is just because she knows I'm going to enjoy it. That that's her big thing. Yeah. And, and here's the, thing, the one great thing she'll do. Like just like this book post. I mean, she thought the book was out, which yeah. is, which is not her fault because I wasn't clear on it. But the first thing she does, she'll post it and say, hey, uh, do what you love. That's what she posts on her site, mm. referring to me. Nice. If you do what you love, you're, you're always going to be happy. I like that. So, I yeah. love that. So she's my number one. So let me, let me just kind of do a, a quick rundown of some, some things that we've done over these 100 shows. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just going to give you a quick list of some of my favorite shows that we've done. Uh, when hypnosis goes wrong, we talked about that <laughs> <We> that, <did. laughs> that crisis at the university, and and I'm going to reference things that we can't go into because we're just doing a list. You have to go back so and listen. Have to go to back the show. and listen. <laughs> episode seven, going way back when hypnosis goes wrong, uh -huh. great episode. 
uh, the episode we did on lucid dreaming. That was episode 16. Mm. Uh, episodes 26 and 27, which was which are titled Hypnosis and Tequila. <laughs> I had my buddy Don Ferguson on, who yeah. owns a tequila company, left a six-figure job to open his own Spirits company, yeah, his yeah. own tequila company. And he's very successful oh, with very, it. Oh, and, and great guy, great guy. Um, of course, episodes 47 and 48 about Milton Erickson. Oh, Uncle, Uncle Milty. <laughs> Uncle Milty. We like the Uncle Milty. <laughs> Just stand up and get out of here. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to berate you until you leave. Um, I, we we did a we did a string of episodes 51 through 54 that were just therapist Q and A. We answered a bunch of questions, mm. just random questions I got online through Facebook, um, and email. Um, I think we did an episode 63 and 64, which I like, which is called Story Time. Mm. So I and, and with 100 episodes, it's hard to look back and say, oh yeah. The, because there's so many, and some of, and of course, a lot of these things overlap. So it's hard to say, oh yeah, that was that's the best. But those are just some of the ones that come to mind. Oh, um, a, I remember those episodes vividly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that we've done here and there, just like we did last episode when we counted down our top ten movie villains, we've done a variety of top ten lists throughout this hundred episodes scattered about. Just, yes. just as, just for fun and just for something that's entertaining and something yeah. that that you can play it's, along with it's a change from the norm in. you know change from the norm yeah. so let me give you a list of the top 10 lists we've 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 talked about dream, wow. top 10 dream movies uh-huh top 10 movies that make men cry <sighs> marley and me yeah, marley and me is in there yeah. uh top 10 inspirational movies uh-huh we did top 10 funny movies okay uh we did top 10 movie scores yes we did the music in movies yes we did we did top 10 sports movies <laughs> that was a fun one that, that was sports a fun one. movie one was a fun one <laughs> We did top 10 hypnosis books. We did top 10 Stephen King novels, because I'm a Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. And we just, last episode, the most recent one was top 10 movie villains. Wow. Yeah. So we've done, we've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, we have to do one more, because we only have nine. Oh, nine nice. top 10 lists. We need one more to make it you, 10. Yeah, right. A little OCD there? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it <laughs> throws me off a bit. We also had, and we started the winner of the week segment, the third. Third, third, episode three. Uh-huh. Episodes one and two, they did not have it. Then I implemented it. So our very first winner of the week was Daughter Surprises Dad with an Ice Cream Truck. I remember that. Yes. I do. Yes. This guy had always dreamt of, of owning and driving an ice cream yeah. truck. And she got him, and he was like in his 80s, I think. Mm-hmm. Old guy. He was retired. Yeah, he was retired. Just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's some other memorable ones as we go through. Uh, Episode four, it was the episode right after that. Our winner of the week was uh, Angry Grandpa at Toll Booth. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, we done now? <laughs> we got to throw this in. You said 70, so they're putting three quarters. Okay, when must have followed through? No. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarters of Hang in there, folks. It's like two minutes. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, it fell through again. <laughs> The kids in the background. I don't have another quarter. Okay, try to that one more time. Oh, dear God. I did it again. <laughs> Ma'am, all these people are waiting here. There's another quarter. There's nothing wrong with that quarter. What the Sam Hill? What the Sam Hill? That's great. Ma'am. He keeps going. Hold oh, on. yeah. So the kids laughing. Yeah. yeah. We have another quarter anywhere. What is going on here? <laughs> 
Yeah, I got a dollar bill. Put out your money here. I don't understand this. I got the whole world behind me for some nickel now. It's not my thing. Dollar bill. Which way? You want the dollar bill? You want the dollar bill that way? Here's the dollar bill. Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> Nikki, stick it in there. It almost died, folks. So again. <laughs> it goes in there, right? <laughs> well, get it in there. Man, I'm having a heart attack here. Let me pull forward and give you the money. That's where the dollar bills go right here. Well, I'm putting the money in there. No, it didn't go in. <laughs> no, it the most patient representative on the other end. Yeah. What? <laughs> I can't help it. God bless it. <laughs> what the hell's the matter with this thing? <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. God damn son of a... <laughs> How much money I put in there already? I put in three quarters, didn't work. Oh, man. Dear God. Good, now it's working. Give your dollar, you get your dollar back? Yeah, you get your dollar. But why doesn't the light come on? Take the There we go. Yeah. Wow, he, he got through. There he goes. <laughs> oh. Okay, that was that one just struck me so funny. I, oh. That poor guy, man, it was so well. There's frustration. So frustrated. There's frustration, and then there's oh my god, I'm going to not yeah. be the happiest guy for the rest oh. of the day. Frustration, yeah. right? Yeah, this it just uh, yeah. So I had to throw <laughs> that back in. Uh, a couple of our other great winners of the week: Amazon driver Antonio, who brought cards and flowers back for a cancer patient. Yep, that he delivered packages to. Um, oh, this is one of the best ones. Dave from Canyon Chasers, who drew the, the racetrack on his driveway yes, for the kid yes, that I was re- driving up and down the street. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the neighborhood was doing yep, it, Yep, the neighborhood was doing it. Yep. Uh, of course, Dave Grohl and Nandy Bushel, yes, the drum-offs. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh, that, was, that was a fun pandemic yep, story. Yep. Um, of course, Eddie Van Halen passed away. We had to make him one of our winners of the week. Yep. Um, Richard Wilbanks and Gunner, he's, uh, that's the dog that got snatched by the alligator. Mm-hmm. He dove in and with a cigar in his mouth. Correct. came out with a cigar Speed. in his mouth and rescued his dog. Right. Um, Mr. Rogers was one of our winners of the week, what of he course. Did, what he did for the PBS Network yep. and what for he kids said. To, all over the yeah. world. And what he said to Congress just. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni were our winners <laughs> of the week one week. Why of, wouldn't they be? Because of, and, and for those of you who know, they brought us Mandalorian in that last finale. Uh-huh. Amazing. Yep. And uh, um, there's been a lot of movement in the uh, Disney franchise over the past absolutely. week. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Dominoes are falling, it seems. Uh-huh. And, and we had some special guests along the way. My very first guest was Brad Mitten, a career counselor, works in my office. Uh, we talked with Don Ferguson, the owner of Antiel Tequila. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Hypnosis and Tequila episode. Uh, my hypnosis uh, colleague, Kelly von Heidenkampf. Yes. Uh, my nutritionist uh, colleague, Alyssa Harriman. She was in Canada, right? Yep, in Canada. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. And then uh, just last week or our last episode, our, our uh, episode woman with Kaz Riley uh, yes. regarding her new book, which uh, I'll, I'll leave the link of, of that one again, because that was a fantastic yeah, interview she, with she her was, new book. She was in the UK. That just dropped. She was in yeah. the UK. Yep. Yeah. She stayed up till 11, 1130, something like yep. that. Sipping to, to tea. Talk to us. Sipping tea. Yeah, she was <laughs> sipping tea. And then, of course, who can remember? We just played Angry Grandpa, but there's some other great things that we heard along the way. Like uh, one of our one of our winners of the week, I forgot to mention. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. <laughs> Jeffrey Fire. <laughs> I don't do skits with my mom. Jeez. Of course, one of our recent ones was... No. Oh, my God. You've had your limit today. You drink water. She was not the winner of the week, No, the she way. was not. No, 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 no. She would not be the winner of the you, week. You've had enough pop. And then, you know, just and, and a couple of our favorites. The, the fuck are you... That's for Alan, our, our, our number one fan. We have to mention Alan on episode 100. Mm-hmm. And, of we'll course... Do it, live. <laughs> do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing! <laughs> oh, man. And then we've, we already did I'm Important. Uh, oh, good yep. for you! No! <laughs> no! Don't <clears throat> shut me up! Great heavens! <laughs> what kind of radio show is this? <laughs> Boy... That escalated quickly. <laughs> I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Dave, oh, I'm, makes me a mite nervous I'm starting to use uh-huh. that that got out of hand quick. Right. I've been using oh, that on the daily just about now. Yep. So, and It's quite pungent. It stings the nostrils. Right. Yep. So that's episode 100, folks. Congratulations. Memory Lane. Talk about some people that have influenced me. And uh, we're on to 101 next time. So uh, I want to thank everybody who's checked in, who's listened, and, and wherever you came. If you came in at episode number one, fantastic. If you're just here in episode 100, uh, thanks for being here. So I appreciate you all. Uh, shout out to my wife, to Matt, who's been here all since the beginning, to Alan, my number one fan, who checks in every week. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. So let's, uh, let's do another 100. You got it. All right, folks, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.